live from the historic River Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. When taking a shower, remember to scrub your asshole with soapy water, because nobody likes a stinky asshole. Two thimble dicks and a crash cart will be right back. Hello, Two Douchebags and Microphone. I'm Mark. I'm Rob Red. Rob Red is uh, uh, once again co-hosting. And uh, anyhow, I, um, I that's all I got to say about that. We love Rob Red, and he does a great job. So uh, anyhow... Um, you know, uh, you remember that uh, Vince Neil, um, back in 1985, was uh, he uh, killed his best friend um, accidentally uh, from Hanoi Rocks, Razzle Dingley, the yes, drummer. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, I do know that, yeah. yeah. and well, you know... I mean, we, we listen to Hanoi Rocks just as MTV. Yes, yeah, Hanoi Rocks is a very good band. They were poised to become a huge band in America. But it, they didn't make it because uh, of that unfortunate accident. There, you know, Razzle was attending a party with Vince, and they went to they went they just quite simply went on a beer run. And Vince was .17, and .10 yeah. is the legal limit in uh, in California. So he's almost twice the legal limit. And uh, he went to jail for 30 days, five years probation, paid a lot of money to different people, and uh, and I mean I wouldn't say he got out of it, but a lot of people think. He, uh, he was uh, kind of baby-handed or glad-handed because of his status. So whatever that is, it doesn't matter because, uh, you know what, that's just, uh, there's been a lot of other people got away with shit too, so I, I don't have any comment about that. So anyhow, oh, yeah, yeah. Hanoi Rocks frontman Michael Monroe had a reputation as a class act, and the singer has uh, further enhanced that reputation after his first ever meeting with Motley Crue lead vocalist Vince Neil. For those who might forget, Neil was the driver behind the wheel of a car accident on December 8, 1984 that led to the death of his passenger and Hanoi Rocks drummer Razzle, which was his best friend at the time. Both Neil and Razzle uh, had been drinking prior to getting into the vehicle driven by uh, Neil. Now there's something I would like to say in Vince Neil's defense there. They were both drinking and they both know they were drinking and Razzle did get into the car with him. So, you know, yeah, you know, Vince probably should have, like, taken, well, they didn't have Ubers back then, but taken a cab or whatever, had it delivered if they could. He shouldn't have been in his car driving. But then again, Razzle probably should have been like, man, this guy's fucked up, but he was drinking too. So, you know, it wasn't all on Vince is what I'm saying. Reports that Vince Neal was charged with vehicular manslaughter and driving under the influence of alcohol in his connection with the crash. His blood alcohol content was 017. Oh, I was right. Well above the California legal limit of 010. I was right on both of them. Good. In September 1985, Los Angeles County Superior Court Judge Edward Hines Jr. sentenced Neil to 30 days in jail and five years probation. Or Hanoi Rocks never recovered from that. And, and uh, the band split up in June of 1985, which is a few months after. They didn't want to do it without Razzle. So I respect yeah. that. Both Motley Crue and, uh, and, um, and Monroe were scheduled to perform at the Rockfest Festival in Heinyka, uh, Finland. I think it's pronounced Hyvinka. Hyvinka, Finland, which was uh, yeah, taking place. Yeah, I think it's Hyvinka. I heard that. Anyhow, 
uh, Finland, which was uh, taking place uh, from June 8th to 10th, 2023. And Neil and Monroe ended up meeting for the first time on Friday, June 9th, 2023. One of the most important moments of my life was meeting Vince Neil for the first time last last night. Razzle always wanted us to meet. You know, Razzle always wanted them to meet. Razzle's a guy that was killed, his drummer. And he thought uh, us singers were a lot alike. Under different circumstances, both bands would have been good friends, but fate had other plans. Thank you for your time, Vince. We didn't say, this is Michael Monroe. We didn't say uh, much, but your eyes told me more than a thousand words ever could. And your singing was great at the show. Nice to finally see you guys live, Michael. So um, that kind of puts to bed that huge feud between the two. And, you know... There's a lot of bad blood, and there are a lot of things that have been said towards Motley Crue, and especially Vince Neil. Even Motley Crue turned on Vince Neil when you watch The Dirt after that. You know, they, they kind of like, yeah, yeah, they treated yeah, him like did. shit over yeah. that. When, you know, I mean, the thing that really got me was uh, Nicky OD'd and was actually dead. And he's lucky that that guy right. wasn't going to let anyone die in his uh, fucking ambulance that day. Otherwise, he'd been on a slab. He would have never... He, he would have been a little blip in history. So the fact right. that him and everybody else went so vigorously after Vince Neil, and even after Vince Neil's daughter died from cancer, I, I just, I, I don't look at the band the same. And then the recent lawsuits with Mick Mars. I used to idolize, right. I used to idolize Nicky. I thought he's the coolest shit ever. You know, yeah, his hair, yeah, his actions, everything. And since then, I, I just really, I just wished I could unsee and unhear a lot of the stuff that's went on because I'd love to just go back to loving the guy, but now I don't really care for him from everything. It's been a preponderance of evidence that, you know, I want to like the guy still, but I don't. I think he's, a, I don't think he's a very good person. I think he's got a lot of inner demons that interfere with his everyday life. And, um, yeah, I, I think he's too wrapped up in himself. I think so too. And, and I, it's really unfortunate because the, the guy, I mean, he, he he has everything in front of him, but it doesn't seem like he truly gets it sometimes. So, no. anyhow, I thought that was very classy, very cool, uh, Michael Monroe, and I've always been a huge Michael Mer- Monroe fan. I wish Hanoi Rocks would have got back together and did a few more albums. I think he put out five or six. Oh. And uh, the, every other album was solid, that. solid, great albums. And, uh, yeah. and I love them. We listened to them at Jesse Jim's back in the day. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were fantastic. You're the, you're the one that turned me on to them. Yes. Um, and um, uh, anyhow, I mean, it, it wasn't just me because there's a lot of people that knew about them that actually turned me on to them. And, yeah. And uh, anyhow, but I, I mean, it was very cool. And I, I remember getting that first tape and going, fuck. I had to take us into work and have everybody listen to it because this thing is so cool. So, anyhow, I I, I really enjoyed that story. So you had yeah, you yeah, had a, you had something a kind of a congratulations, a pat on the ass. Yeah, a, yeah. He helped. Yeah, actually, actually, I was listening. Okay, I told you I I catch the show on iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's a very I good platform. We get a lot of listeners on iHeartRadio. That's a great platform well, for us. Well, I also pick up 101 The Fox. Yep. Right. Yes. Okay. From, uh, great Today, Kansas City station. I caught it. Huh? I said a great Kansas City station that people don't know who they are. 
but go ahead. Yes, it is. Uh, classic rock yes, format from uh, Kansas City. They uh, they went on when the uh, much fabled KY102 went out. They stuck around and they're still around and they still do a damn fine job. They they I think they only have a couple of the old KY DJs left since Skid, since Skid uh, Rody retired. There might yeah, be they one. Got Skid Rody, or not Skid, uh, Slacker, Slacker. Slacker's there. He's pretty much running. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. And Slacker isn't one of the original guys. Anyway. Well, Rody wasn't either, but Rody was there for a long, long time since yeah, the yeah. 80s. Yeah, he, he's recently stepped out, I believe. Yeah, he retired. Matter of yeah. fact, I, I went right by his retirement party and didn't know it was him because I was listening. Oh, really? to, yeah, I I, uh, I always listen to internet radio and I was uh, driving home from the city market and uh, I see all these people uh, downtown at the Power and Light District. I'm like, what the hell is that? And all of a sudden I hear, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Skid Rody really loud. I'm like, huh. So I turned to one of the oh, really? rocks. Yeah, I had no idea he was retired. And then he started talking about old old stuff, like um, old old things that happened and old stories and stuff. And I'm like, shit, I just drove right by and just heard him live and didn't even know he was retiring. So because I was listening to Internet stuff or, or you know, or satellite or whatever, so I had no idea what was going on until I actually heard Skid Rody, like, over the intercom when I was driving down Grand. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and, anyway... I was listening to the radio today. Uh-huh. And out at Gail's Harley Davidson, you know, they're in Grandview? Yes. That's, that's, where, that's where 101 the, the Fox broadcast from, isn't it? Uh-huh. Isn't that where the Fox broadcast from? I don't know. I, don't, I, I They do a lot with them, I know that. I think they might well, have their I, own I, studios I, there. I grew up, I grew up in Belton. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's the same family. Which, well, I went to school with Gail's sister, Lori. Yeah, yeah. Lori okay. was one year older. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. They split up, and that's where Gail, yes. Gail got the business. Yeah, Gail took it over. Yes, that's what I thought. Gail, Lori, from what I've seen... And like I said, it's my thing, it's what I'm seeing. I think Lori has stepped away. She's doing Lori. Okay. okay. That's cool. So Lori, if you hear this, Gail, if you hear this. I'm sorry, this is but anyway, uh, Gail's day on radio. Mm-hmm. And this is a little special, okay? They they, they gave away at twenty five thousand dollars motorcycle today out of Gales. Live on the air. Oh, wow. And I, I listened to it. Okay. Okay, and it, it was just one of those things I was going to blow off, you know. Okay. But there's more to the story, of course. Okay. Um, the, the gentleman that wanted, all I caught was his name is Jesse. His wife, him and his wife, or his wife went up to something, but his wife told him to go up and enter this contest. Okay. Okay, well, he won this contest today. Congratulations, Jesse. Okay, cool. But, but there's 
an upside to this too. Today is their anniversary. Oh, that's nice. He just won a $25,000 Harley on his anniversary thanks to his wife. Wow, what a present. <laughs> happy anniversary, Jesse. Congratulations, Jesse. We're very happy for you. As a matter of fact, here, hang on. Cool. I just thought that was cool, man. That you is cool. On your birth, on your As a matter of fact, I met Gail not too long ago. And you know where I met her at? Uh, she was with uh, Mark Alford. Formerly Channel Four, but now he really? is. A, really? Yeah, but now he is a state representative for Missouri at Justin uh, yes, Jim's. I know. At Justin Jim's Steakhouse, I was there getting yes. some food, and I really? seen Mark over there. Yeah, and he'd already left the news and was running. I walked over there and I talked to him for a little bit. Very nice guy, really nice, very well mannered. And then she introduced herself as Gail from Gail uh, Harley Davidson, and she couldn't have been nicer. And I forgot the the other guy that was with him's name, but um, I I I was kind of I kind of believe it might have been her husband or significant other or something. But anyhow, they were all yeah. very very nice, and and I had a little brief chat with them. I didn't want to interrupt them because their stakes were coming out. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get out of here, guys. Thanks for talking. But yeah, uh, we know Justin Jim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And anyhow, it, it was it was just cool talking talking to them. And Gail, oh, yeah, Gail yeah, could yeah. not have been nicer. She could not have been nicer. And then, uh, and then when I was leaving, she actually remembered my name. She goes, "Nice meeting you, Mark." And I'm like, "Wow," because most people don't like retain your name after you first say what it is. You know, they're just kind of like, "Hey, hey, 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 nice to see you." But she was very down to earth, very nice, very pleasant. Um, and I just, I remember that. I was like, "Wow," she seems like really normal, cool people. So. Yeah, yeah, no, the whole family is. Hey, I, like I said, I grew up with her sister. Mm-hmm. She was older, you know. Uh-huh. The whole family was that way. They were they were good people, man. They I, were. The I can, uh, are good people. I can, I can definitely believe that. I won't that give just them that quote. Um, you know what? I can believe that just by meeting them that time. and. Uh, yes, yes. Well, I grew up in the same town in Belton. So. Okay. Well, that's cool. Um, all right. I got a little story I want to go into here. You care? Go for it. All righty. This is a senior's prank. Uh, for They pranked their school. And yeah. I, I read this, and I was just like kind of giggling like a little schoolgirl on acid. So it was funny. Uh, <laughs> that used to be my tagline. I'd be like, man, I'm giggling like a little schoolgirl on acid. And people like turn around and go, huh? On okay, acid? Why'd why the school go after me on acid? That, the whole, the story. <laughs> it's like, because they're seeing lights. I don't know. What the fuck? Anyhow. Okay. <laughs> a, a group of high school seniors in uh, Fort Meade, Maryland, had fun pranking their high school last week. <clears throat> Excuse me. The student at Meade High School listed their school um, on the real estate website um, and the real estate website um, was um, Willow. Uh, so anyhow, they um, on a real estate website for a measly forty-two thousand and sixty-nine dollars, a local news outlet reported. The listing that was eventually removed 
uh, advertised a complimentary trash scented air fresheners and water issues with the whole shebang when you buy it. So, and, and the student also listed the school as a half working jail. The listing also promised a full supply of rodents and roaches um, or your money back. Although the listing wasn't very complimentary to the school, the uh, county board found it funny and grinned it off. This happened before to a school close by. In spring of 2020, Annapolis, Maryland's uh, Broadwick High School had a for sale sign hung from it in the heart of the pandemic when it was empty. <laughs> so so uh, evidently, Maryland kids have a, a sense of humor. I guess. I, I, I guess. I thought uh, I thought uh, I thought it was pretty cool myself. It's like you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just uh, you know, just a little slap on the ass or a little tug on the nuts, if you will. You know, just kind of like, hey, look, we're uh, we're graduating, but we're going to uh, we're going to give you a little nut tug on the way out. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm, well, I'm glad the powers uh, of B looked at it like that. Where we came from, that was tank. Well, yeah, I know that. You got to think of it in today's environment, where everybody's yeah, yeah, offended. Yeah, you got to watch today's society. Yeah. Yeah, that I can walk out in public and have like twenty percent of America mad at me because I'm male. I can have another twenty percent mad at me because I'm a white male. I can have another twenty percent at um, because um, I go to work every day. You know, you know, I mean. The, this ratio okay. of being offended is just fucking ridiculous in America. And uh, okay, well, everything you just said, uh -huh. I do the same exact thing. Yep, I'm proud of it. Hey, I'm proud of it too. I'm proud of everything that I do because I can consider myself a good person, and I don't do anything wrong. And I can't help if some narrow-minded idiot fucking doesn't like it because of whoever I am. So therefore, what I promised myself a long time ago is to never be offended by people being offended, nor pay attention to it, because I simply don't right. care. Right. Don't, yeah. don't. You know, don't bother me with it. If you're stewing about me, you fucking leave. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna keep being me. You know what? I I work for my living. Uh huh. I don't get help. No help from the state. Uh huh. I no. I my, I pay my own way. So, yeah, don't be offended by me. Yeah, and you know what? I, I mean, agree. And, I agree. And, and let me add this, too. There's a lot of people yes. out there that need help. And yes. No, no. And, not, and I'm I'm I know you, Rob. That. I know you, Rob. This is why I'm clarifying this. You're not talking about someone that needs assistance. No, no, no. I'm saying me. Yes. Yeah. So I, I know you well enough to where I know what you're saying, and I know how some people might read into that, so I went ahead and clarified it. And... Uh, and I'm glad I was uh, correct on that. So, uh, anyhow, I mean, you know, uh, and, and, oh, like I was saying, I thought it was a pretty good trick in today's environment. Yeah, yeah, it was. Like I said, with people being uber offended for no reason, people walking around being an offended factory, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. As much fun as an electric can opener to the scrotum, Two douchebags and a microphone. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh no. It's this island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. I can't take my dog to the lake. The ducks keep attacking him. 
That's what I get for having a purebred dog. <laughs> Oh lord, that man just sawed a puppy in half. Hey there, don't worry, I have a clown nose. Oh no, that drunk guy just hit my child. It is okay, I have a clown nose. Clown nose, just put one on and you can do anything. Want to run for office? Murder people in public? Just grab a clown nose and bam, everyone laughs. Clown noses are sold at keg stores online and pedophile conventions. Grab one today and make magic happen. Two thimble dicks and a crash cart will be right back. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. May, your five-year-old neighbor have all their violin lessons during all of your hangovers. Okay. Two douchebags and microphone, we are back. So, uh, anyhow, I, uh, I have some interesting uh, questions if you, uh, you want to go into some horrible would-you-rather scenarios. Oh, yeah, I got one for you here in a minute. Oh, uh, you know what? Okay. Okay. Well, like I said, um, I uh, had uh, just a little bit of extra time to think about shit today, so it led to four or five horrible would-you-rather questions, and I just figured, you know what? Oh, man, we're, I'm in trouble. Yes, you are. If you had time, I'm in trouble. Okay, and here's another thing, too. No gun this time. There's no way out of it. You have to do it. Oh, you know what? That kind of goes with mine, too. Okay, we got to do a gun on your, no gun on your exit, either. No gun tonight. No gun tonight. You got to take it. So, would-you-rather... Take your mom's hand and place it on your nuts, or have butt plugs sent to you at work for a year. Have what sent to me? Grab your mom's hand and place it on your nuts. I got that one. Or have butt plugs sent to you at your work for a year. Butt plugs. Butt plugs. Sent to work. Yep, and and it's got to be labeled like um, I don't know, like sex toys or something, and maybe like a. Uh, an image of a butt plug or something, you know, somewhere to where work knows that you're getting butt plugs every week sent there for you. Okay, Mark, I, this is an easy answer for me. Okay, go ahead. Send me the butt plug. Me too. Me too. Everybody at work knows me. <laughs> I will tell them by choice. They will understand. That's the way I looked at it, too, is be like, well, you I see... We're a smaller company, but we do a lot of business around the country. So. Okay, okay. That's the way I felt about it, too, is everybody at work and be like, ha-ha, someone's playing a joke on Mark, and, and that's it. Oh, I mean, no, no, my foreman would have a... My foreman would have a heyday with that. Okay. Which, by the way, they all know about the podcast. I actually have a guy that is been listening. So tell them to break into people's houses and download our show on their computers. <laughs> tell them there's no excuse for being lazy. That that no, they have to do it. Probably ain't like that. Probably ain't like that. Well you find some of the weaker people and you tell them that they have to do it. 
Otherwise, you're going to beat their ass. Say, look, you like this podcast? You go out there and you grab people's fucking tablets out of their hands. You grab their phones out of their hands. You download two douchebags and a microphone and you make them fucking listen. And make them download Mark, every episode. Mark, you yeah. didn't watch on my Facebook. You know I'm I know. I know you're pushing it. I'm, d- I'm just screwing around. I know you are. <laughs> and before, but you know what? No, I'm not going to do a disclaimer. This show is parody. Every bit of it yeah, is it fucking is. parody. It's yeah, tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm not going to go, hey, I'm just joking around. People know no. I'm joking around. And well, they're not going to go yeah. punch somebody in the face and grab their tablet. And if they do, then they're idiots and they should never be allowed out in public alone. So. I'd smack them on my tablet. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. Okay, since we both have the same answer on that, let's see about this next one. Would you rather have an electric can opener go awry and rip up your nipple or have to bathe in pink insulation for a month once a day? You know how itchy that fucking pink insulation is? Hate my nipple. That's why. <laughs> we're on hard tonight. I was like, fucking rip that bitch out. I don't care. I'm not, yeah, I'm not fucking playing in pink shot, insulation. One straight shot, you're done. Yeah, other than that, you're fucking forever itchy. You can't get that. That shit has to wear off of you. You can't just wash you it. You don't know how many addicts I've been in. Man. Oh, me too. <laughs> oh, my. One of the worst feelings in the whole world is when you land in that shit and you know you're not getting it off you for at least a week. Ugh. 100 degrees outside and you're uh, up in an attic. No, and, out yeah, place. you're up yeah, there fucking does. bathing in it. Ugh, no way. Oh, yeah, I got some stories behind yeah, that one. Yeah, electric too. can opener, here's my nipple. That's all there is yeah. to it. Hey, I got one right here. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave me one, that's all I need. So, all right. Would you rather have to shave a family member's balls or have a top MMA fighter kick you right in the asshole full force? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, baby brother Joshy. Come on down. <laughs> I will find the most carefree one I can. One that will understand no, that no. I have to do this. And and instead no. of getting kicked in the asshole. Yeah. And I, I just have a special request. Can I just... No, swear? not by an MMA fighter. No, no, that, no. no, no. You won't have that's an asshole left. Pain. Your I'm asshole doing damage would, to somebody else. <laughs> Your asshole uh, would just disappear, dude. You wouldn't have one. It'd be gone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. My baby brother, come on down. Dude, we're on, we're on par tonight. We're 100% the same tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I'm the same there. Fuck that. You imagine get kicked in the asshole by an MMA guy? Uh-uh. No fucking way. <laughs> Dude, I know you have some family memories. You would call. I, I, I would find one of them and say, look, dude, I'm not getting kicked Trust in the me. asshole. Can I, like, buy you, like, I don't know, three or four cases of beer? Trust uh, me. I know the A couple of sandwiches from a barbecue place. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know the number one if he was still with us. Oh, that would be John. If he was still with us. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, yeah. My brother would be right there going, all right, Mark, go ahead. Oh, just, just, just say no, Mark. Well, I, I, I would pay tribute to him every time I hear a certain song. Um, which one? Winds of Change. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Your brother loved that song. When I know he did. Out. That was by Mr. Mister. No, it's called no, Broken no, Wings. Scorpions. Oh, Scorpions. Oh, Winds of Change. Winds of Change. Your brother loved that song. When, yeah, he did. He did well, love that song. Yeah. He was. He when also. That song come out. He, him and his wife and kids were living out in West Belton. Mm-hmm. And I was going out, hanging out with him, and that was without you. Oh my God, that hurts, and, Rob. Yeah, I mean. No, yeah. it, no, I'm glad that you and John hung out. I, I don't think I necessarily oh, yeah. knew it. This was later. Okay. And, yeah, they, they were living in West Belton. Okay. So you know about what time period. Yeah, I know, I know what and, it is, yeah. Yeah, he told me. He, he fell in love with that song, Winds of Change, mm-hmm. when it came out. And so, to this day, well, like I said, I listen on iHeart. A lot of my music comes off iHeart. No, they have they have uh, everything on there. It's fantastic. And it it doesn't matter what genre. You know, I, I'll put you in one group, and it'll show up a genre or whatever. Well, somehow that song ends up in every one of them. Um, and I you know what? I three, four times a day. I'll just and go. I'll just go ahead and give my brother credit for that. How's that? Well, every time that song comes on, Mark, and this is to this day, I look up, and this is since then. Yes. This is many years later. Uh huh. I look up and I say, "Hey, John, how you doing?" You know. I'm sure he appreciates I, I, that. I, yeah, I, I I look at. I'm at work. I'll stop what I'm doing. I'll look. Hey, John. Good morning. You know, you know, in a way, this show is a tribute to I him. I pay tribute to your brother. And honestly, I've seen signs, and I'm thinking, you know how you pulled me into this show? Yes. Yeah, and I'm honestly thinking your brother may have had something to do with that. I, d- I thought all along, too. I thought all along, also. Because we'll, we'll, we, we'll we, talk about off the air. Yeah, you know what? We'll we will. We won't. We won't. A lot of people won't get what we're talking about, but I agree with you 100. percent And we can talk a little bit more in depth because I felt like that since day one when you came back. Because we've always been talking about my brother nonstop, and also one other guy, Harry. Yeah. Both of them oh, no longer. I got another us. one. I got another one. I need to ask you about. Yes. Go ahead. Do you remember Kurt? Do you remember? Yes. Kurt? Yeah. Yeah. Blonde hair. Okay, well, we'll talk. I'll, I'll get your feelings about him off the air. Yeah, because, um, yeah, yeah, well, I'll tell you what. It did not end well between me and him. Um, uh, so, well, yeah, that's why I wanted to talk to you. Yeah, first, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah you know, he, let me put it like this. He deserved 100% of it. But anyhow. Um, well, I, I have a story with him one night. Okay. And yeah, I think you may have been with us, but anyway, we'll we'll go into that later. Okay, that's cool. All right. Would you rather wear a random person underwear from a homeless camp or eat a mouthful of ground kale? Oh, give me that underwear. Me too. Yeah, kale. Oh, no, no way. Nope. Nope. Nah. No. Oh. Oh, that, that makes I, a gag just thinking about it, man. My, my mouth just... Missing that word. Oh, oh, 
Oh, I can't get the 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 thought out of my mouth. Oh, oh, man. And all the rubes that say they love it, and we know they don't. Oh. Okay. And then uh, finally, last but not least, would you rather have to listen to Skip Bayless for an hour, or have random animals piss on you for a day? And I guess I'm going to be wet. I'm going to be wet. You said enough. Give me the piss. I'm ready for the pissing. That quick. Yes. It was no question. An hour to skip bales or have some animals piss on me for an hour. I don't care if it's a grizzly bear. Fucking piss on me. I'm not listening to skip bales for an hour. I don't care if it's skunk, whatever. Yeah. No, you piss on me. It's all right. Bring them all over. Skunks, everything. I don't care. Badgers. Whatever. Piss on me. I'm not listening to Skip Bayless. And now we go to Rob, because I know you have a pretty interesting okay. Would You Rather. Yeah. So, hang yeah, on. Yeah, hang I on. do drum. have a Would You Rather. I'm going to do a drum roll. Hang yeah. on. All right. That's all I can do. <laughs> I'm not a very good air okay. drummer. I'm a great air guitarist, but air drumming, I got a lot of work. Hey, I love you either way. All right, cool. Okay. Anyhow, Rob, the floor is yours. Hit it, Rob Rand. Okay. Would you rather lift a gas pump handle oh. or the public toilet inside that gas station? Mm. Now, I, and now, I do have a fact behind this one. You so, give me your opinion. Okay. Now, the grossness factor to me, I think I'd rather lick a, uh, even though I don't think it's more sanitary, and I think I know where you're going with this. Remember, no gun. Yeah, I know. Okay. Just for my own sake, I would do the gas handle. Just because I couldn't imagine a bunch of people pissing and shitting and something, and then me licking it. But I'll bet you the gas handle is dirtier than the toilet. Okay, are you ready? Yes. This, this is something I read. I don't know how true it is, but this is enough. Uh, if it's what I think it is, it is true. Gross you out. Go ahead. Okay. The average gas pump handle is about 11,000 times dirtier than your average public toilet. Okay, I can believe that. The 11,000, I mean, that could be true, maybe that not. That might be exaggerated. It might be exaggerated, but I know that that is true because I read something along that lines, and that's why I knew where you were going to go with that, is it yeah. is dirtier, but for my own sake, I'd rather lick the gas handle than the toilet because I think if I licked the toilet, I would be fucking throwing up for five hours. If I looked at the right. gas handle, I'd be spitting and rubbing my tongue and spitting and rubbing my tongue, but not necessarily puking. Okay, well, with all that being said, yes, I'm gonna have to go with you. Yeah, it's just the, it's the thought. It's the thought. You know, yep. you imagine people's fucking explosive diarrhea, BBs hitting the lake, all over that bitch, and then you're over oh looking. Oh my god! Oh my god! I would never, ever ever unforget that, you know what I mean? All, all the barbecue and alcohol down here, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. no, I got a, oh, no. I'll go into another story another time. No, go ahead, Rob. 
before no, you No, 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 not tonight. It, it's a long story. Okay. All right, that's cool. <laughs> but it was gross, dude. It's a long time. Okay. I got, I got a, I got a neat little story right here. April fifth, twenty twenty-three, South African pilot Rudolph Erasmus made an emergency landing after a pilot spotted a highly venomous and deadly Cape Cobra. A Cape Cobra is like one of the most venomous uh, snakes on the earth. Its bite yeah, is yeah. is probably surely lethal. I mean, I don't care if you are on a plane and maybe you could get somewhere pretty quick that hits your system like that and you become paralyzed and then dead in a matter of probably minutes if not maybe even like seconds. The, the, the pilot quickly turned around, landed and evacuated the plane. But, listen to this, the snake was never found. Wow. Yeah. So, what does that tell you, Rob? It's still on the plane, dude. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it didn't jump off on its own accord. Is it was probably had a, a water source, and it's dark and cool down there where they spotted it, and it comes up whenever it yeah. needs to. So some poor yeah. bastard's going to be on that plane. It's going to come up and fucking bite him. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I couldn't believe it because it did state in the article that they started using the plane again. Because they never could find it, and that's like a, I don't know how many million dollar planes sitting there, so they're not going to let it, you know, they made some poor bastard get in there and drive it. Wow. Yeah. So, and then I got another, I got a bunch of little short stories that are pretty neat. Vienna nudists, do it. Vienna nudists in Austria are up in arms about plans to build a cable car right over the nudist beach. This is a cable car that is for tourists. <laughs> it, it's, it takes them on the mountain in Austria where they ski, and it takes them down to the beach where they can swim. Okay? But it's the other beach, not the beach that the nudists go into. There's a nude beach there, and they're all nude, and they don't like these cable cars, this proposed cable car going over them to where people can go by and fucking rubberneck them. But I thought that's the whole idea of being a nudist is you don't give a shit if anyone sees you naked because it's natural, right? Yeah, that's not like something we would have come up with. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the country's press agency on Friday quoted nudist Barbara Hassel saying she feared for privacy because of cell phones and ca- okay and cameras and video. You know what? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah you I agree. Yeah. Everyone's going to have a phone. They're going, hey, look at those fucking naked people. Let's get a video of them. Hey, let's throw it no, up on no, YouTube. No. Okay. I Okay. At first I was like, what's she tripping about? She wants to be nude. But no, she's right. People have cell phones. They probably check people on the beach. They don't have a cell phone with them so they can come in. Now, people on that car, um, on that tram, they can't check. And, you know, they all have phones. And there'd be pictures everywhere of these fucking old wrinkly bastards with their tits down to their knees. So. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, Okay, I guess I agree with her. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Yeah, can't you bring cameras on the news? No, I, I only because 
my adopted mom is a nudist. Has been. She's like really. A I didn't know child. that. No, I mean, she's. I call her my adopted mom. She's a good friend of mine. I call her my mom. Oh. You know. Excuse me. I've I've learned from her the nudist side. You know, so which I never was. Other than streaking, you know. Okay. Which, by the way, which, by the way, I got a story about me streaking that you will love. Okay, that's cool. Well, I mean, whatever you want to. Do you want to go into that one now? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, down here at the lake, a few years back, there was a well-known bar called Millstone Lodge. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard of it? It, it sounds familiar. It's the Cowboys Glory area. It, it sounds, it sounds familiar. Place. Something about Millstone um, sounds really familiar, but I'm not for sure. But anyhow, go ahead. Yeah, it, it was a big place. They had a live stage. We've we seen live Is that the place with all the steps? Here. With all the steps? Okay, they, I probably don't know that. Yeah, okay. They, they've done away with it. Okay. But, yeah, a lot of big name bands used to play there. Well, me, me and my friends were down there one fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> we came in by boat. We've been partying all weekend. Like I said, it's fourth of July weekend. Okay. This was in like <laughs> 92. No, 94, 95, uh-huh. 94, I think. Well, we were, I was living up there in the city in Belt uh-huh. with my buddy, and we came down here for the weekend, and we, yeah, we were out of like all day at a party cove and everything, mm-hmm. and we brought some friends of ours down, and well, this one friend of ours was up at the bar at the time. And it kind of upset him because I, come on, Mark, you know me. <laughs> I, I took the spotlight that night. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> he, he was at, no, no, he was at the bar partying with a bunch of the Chiefs players. Oh, wow. Well-known, well-known Chiefs players at the time. Okay. Okay, I'm not going to bring up no names. Okay. But we were down at the dock. And if you, if, if you knew there was docks where you park your boat, go up to the bar, park, you know, and then get back on your boat, go home, you know, uh-huh. kind of like a parking lot. Well, we were in a very slip. Well, Mark, my friends at the time were a lot like you and our old friends. Mm-hmm. And they loved to pick on me. <laughs> yeah, what can I say? <laughs> we well, were by this time, I had already been through your brother, Davey, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I could not turn this bear down. 
my buddy there, and we had a bunch of other friends from the city show up that we didn't even know was down there. We were all partying, you know, down on the dock, outside the gate, you know, listen. And uh, my buddy there, he goes, I dare you to go up by the gate, to go up inside the bar, just go up there and streak down the dock. <laughs> yeah. Mark, what do you think I did? You went streaking is what you did down the dock like they like they uh dared you not to do. Uh ended up being three times. Good man. At this bar, no well known bar, big band going, I forget who was playing, but it was I it was some big band at the time. Yeah, I, I streaked down the dock, and it was, everything was fine and cool, everybody was laughing, we were all having a good time. And I just jump in the water down at the end of the dock, you know. Uh -huh. And uh, so my buddy goes, I dare you do it again. <laughs> but then I started noticing a few of our other friends were getting interested in it. So I go up, back up by the gate, uh -huh. and the guys at the gate look at me and they say, you do that again, you're gonna be in trouble. Well, under my breath, I looked, looked at him and said, bet. <laughs> <laughs> I turned around, started walking away. Well, as I'm walking away, I start shredding clothes. <laughs> I remember stop. I, I remember I ended up stopping. Like I said, we've been partying all day. I was drunk, you know. I ended up, remember stopping at this one boat. They were sitting on their on the back of their boat. This couple, this guy and this gal, married couple, and I'm standing there butt ass naked, just talking to them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I ended up running down the dock, diving in. Okay. Well, they, by that time, the security started having problems with me. Okay. Well, I get down there, and our group of guys grew bigger. There was like 20 guys down, our, down around our boat. <laughs> they all looked at me and said, I dare you to do it again. Well, that means you have to. <laughs> Dude, I, I already knew I was in trouble. I went running. Okay, I started the gate. Then guards looked at me and said, you are not going to. I said, no, I'm not. I turned around, started running. My shorts come off. I threw them. They ended up in the lake. Somebody grabbed them for me. I don't know. That was I not ran, Started to ask Duncan for the third time down this dock, did a front flip off the end of the dock, swam around to the back of the boat where my buddy's wife and her sister were sitting on the swim deck. Uh huh. And I'm and I'm sitting there hiding from everybody, and they're kind of covering me up. I'm sitting on the lower unit to keep me up float, you know, stuck ass naked, and uh, these. Security guards come down and they tell my buddy and oh the part I 
it's, you're going to love. You would have been right in on this. Okay. When I come right flying by my buddies that last time before I did that last flip into the lake, uh-huh. I had all kinds of beer bottles being flung at me. Oh. All my buddies were throwing beer bottles, beer cans at me. Well, of course, that's, that's what they're there for. <laughs> the funny thing is, I dodged every one of them. Good for Not you. <laughs> but I ended up doing it. But yeah, the security guards come up. I'm sitting on the lower unit. And the two women covered me up. They said, You got five minutes to get him out of here. He's going to jail. No oh, shit. Dude, I almost went to jail. It was fucking. But the funniest part of it was our friend come back. He had heard about it up in the main bar. They had two bars lower bar and upper bar. Uh huh. And him and his chief were up top. And they heard about this dude down on the dock streaking. Yeah. He come to, I don't think that dude's talked to me this day. <laughs> he was so pissed at me for taking the limelight. He said up there, he was going to come down telling his story about talking to the chiefs. Guess what I did, buddy? <laughs> you upstaged him. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Yeah, I sneaked down Millstone Dock three times in one night. Good for you. That sounds funny. No, that that is between all of us that were there. That is a legendary story. You know. Cool. Man, that's uh, man, that's cooler than hell. Good, good yeah, for that you. Was, that was back in the wild days, Mark. Yep. Oh, I understand. I'm not doing anything like that today. Well, neither would I either, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Um, yeah. Uh, switching gears completely. A crocodile a crocodile in Costa Rica has made herself pregnant. The first recorded instant of a virgin birth in the, rep, in the reptile species. The crocodile yeah. was kept in captivity in a zoo and had no contact with males, but a fully formed fetus was discovered inside of her eggs. Ah. The fetus was 99.9% genetically identical to the mother, confirming it had no father. Virgin births or parthenogenesis uh, have been documented in birds, lizards, snakes, and fish, but never before in crocodiles. The crocodile in question was 18 when she laid a clutch of eggs in 2018. Seven of the eggs appeared to be viable and were incubated, but when none uh, hatched after the three months they were opened, one contained a stillborn crocodile fetus. Researchers from Virginia Tech who specialize in pathogenesis uh, analyzed the fetus and their findings were published in the Royal Society Journal, Journal Biology Letters. They said the discovery suggests virgin births could be happening in crocodiles without anyone realizing it ever before. And so um, that's pretty interesting. That's a pretty big animal to be doing that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe it's been doing it all this time, or perhaps maybe the species has morphed. That could be. That could be. Yeah, I, I found that article interesting. I was like, wow, that's uh, pretty well, insane to think there's about. There's a lot we don't know yet. Because oh, people I know. Because not done the research yet, so... Well, um, you know the last podcast was a bunch of food stuff. Well, I have a bunch of animal stuff on this one. Um, hey, that's all right. Hey, I've got 142. Oh, okay. Go ahead. 
Okay, do you know that dolphins have romances? Actually, I did know that. Yep. You they, do? Yeah, they have okay. broken hearts yeah. like humans. They get depressed. It's really well, interesting uh, when you read up on them and find out well, like I'm how like, human-like these animals really are. No, uh, I said bromances, like me and you. Oh, I thought you said romance. Oh, bromance. No, well, I didn't know that. Bromances. Oh. Yeah. Well, that puts a whole other fucking slant on it there. They're a cool animal. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was going to take this deeper than what you thought. Well, I, I think that's cool and shit. I think it shows you how intelligent they are. They're like, man, I like this dude a lot, so, man, he's going to be my... No, there, there's a reason, and you will understand this, because we've done this in the past. Yep. And a lot of guys do. It's the bromance thing. Yeah, it's, okay. a, it's two, your non-sexual two boyfriend. Males, two males will pair up for, like, up to around 15 years uh-huh. and travel together. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, it's to help each other hook up with a female. Wow. So, yeah, that, so they're like literally wingmen for each other. Yeah, yeah. You see what I mean? It's like a, it's like a guy. It's a bromance, yeah. It's kind of like if, if, we were, right. if we're both single and we're in a bar, and yeah. I see a girl kind of liking we, you, we, and then I would find something to brag you up in front of her. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess dolphins do the same thing, man. Oh, yeah. Once they hook up, and the bromance is over. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew I liked dolphins. I like them even better now. Oh, oh I got even other stories that I've heard. I, bet I, I don't know if I can say that on here about dolphins. You know what? We'll, uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Some of it, yeah. And, uh, no, no, um, but, but like, I guess they can get pretty horny. Oh, wow. And it had a story about dogs. Mm. We'll talk about that off here. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> well, um, uh, here's something I ran across the other day. Crazy looking thing fish is found on Oregon beaches. Several uh, scaleless fish were found. Um, Jaws with uh, with fang jaws and have huge eyes that can be found more than a mile deep in the ocean have washed up along roughly 200 mile stretch of Oregon coastline, and it is uh, and it is unclear why. Scientists and experts say, around 100 miles north of the California border is the main area. These freaky fang fi- uh, fang fishes washed ashore, and they're continuing to investigate it. But these things are uh, should be hundreds of feet underwater. But they're not. What are they doing up here? They can't live up on the surface. They have to live way in the depths of the ocean. Yeah. So how did they come up? And why did they come up? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought that was pretty interesting. A lot of shit like that's been happening lately. And then, uh, last but not least, one more. I got a story. Yeah. Oh, okay. Second to last, Rob has a story. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Residents of the Chicago suburb were in for a surprise when a steer escaped during a high school prank gone wrong and uh, went running through the town. Niles police said several seniors from Northridge uh, Preparatory School were um, pulling senior pranks in the early hours uh, Thursday 
that involved live animals. Police said the steer escaped from the students and was seen running through the streets of Niles. Witnesses captured video showing people chasing the steer through the neighborhood. Police were able to corner the animal and finally get it caged and taken to a hooved animal humane society of Woodstock. No arrests were made, but they uh, they will probably figure it out before too much longer because, you know, <laughs> something like that, you're not going to keep secret about who grabbed a bunch of steer or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, that was the last of my animal. Well, no, I have one more. But go ahead. Oh, yeah, I got this. You were talking about fish and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this, this is actually a uh, public service announcement for okay. the state of Missouri. Okay. There is... Okay, I'm just I'm just going to read the article. Among nasty invasive fish, there, this one is the worst, and it just captured in Missouri. Okay. Okay. It, break it down. It's called the Northern Snakehead Fish. Okay. Uh-huh. This fish, this fish uh, can come on land. Yes. And, and it can, okay. uh, what it does is it, it, of it. it eats everything okay. up in a pond. It grows legs, okay. jumps back in the next pond, eats a, and then it it loses its legs. It becomes strictly a fish. It eats everything up in that pond. Then it jumps up, grows legs, and it finds another pond. Okay, well, in, on May 19th, an angler found one in Duck Creek Conservation Area, which, according to the map, is south of St. Louis, right before the Buddha. Okay. Okay, I just look at the map real quick here. But they go into describing this fish. Mm-hmm. Not only is this fish invasive, but it feeds on just about every good type of creature imaginable. Yes. Plus, it's capable of something most fish can't accomplish. It can exist out of water for days and even maneuver itself on land. Yeah, it actually okay. grows a small set of legs. Okay, well, I I came up with this story a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to be able to look up this moment, but I found a second sighting of this fish in Missouri. Okay. And it was right down in there. And, like I said, uh, I'll have to come up. Uh, that's the same. But, yeah. No, there has been a second sighting now of this fish. Oh, boy, that's not good. Since May. And it's... And... It's remembering the article that two little lakes were like 40 miles apart. Wow. So it sounds like they came up the Mississippi. And if you're in the Mississippi, then that would explain a lot of things going different there. Uh, one of the things, yeah. that, you know something that's changed the whole Mississippi, the whole, uh, um, what would you call it, the whole uh, chemical balance? Um, last year, 
the water level at the base of the Mississippi in Louisiana, where the base of the Mississippi goes into the ocean, became so low yes. that ocean water was actually running back into the Mississippi. Wow. Yeah, that's how low it's gotten. And, wow. and then, to top that off, it wasn't that long ago, and they found another Mississippi River that had been dried up right next to the Mississippi River. So it used to be close, but not where it's at now. Okay. You're talking down around New Orleans area, right? Um, oh, no, where they saw the second Mississippi, where they found that at, was uh, near Illinois. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, it was way upstream. But down near, down near New Orleans, all the water from Mississippi used to... It was the ocean there is murky, and you didn't want to get into it because it looked like the Mississippi River around there. Because all this Mississippi, oh, all this mud water would rush down there and go into the ocean and naturally drain there. Well, the water has become so low that the ocean water has been invading the Mississippi and altering its whole ecosystem. Wow. Yeah, it's some scary shit, dude. Well, that's what I was saying. You know, you were talking. We, I talked. I mentioned a while ago about my ex-brother-in-law uh-huh. that had the shrimp boat. Yes, he was. He was like an hour south of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm, I, I made trips down there, seeing the Mississippi all the way up. You know. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I could see a lot of things making their way. Him riding the Mississippi down there is very, very dangerous. Even the cruise ships, I went out of many of the cruises out of New Orleans, and it literally takes the cruise, a giant cruise boat, and almost sends it on its sides, the undertow of the Mississippi. Oh, I believe it. I could not imagine what a shrimp boat would do on that thing. Oh, God. Uh, well, I don't know. I never was out. So. <laughs> no, okay. Well, anyhow. But, but I did bring back 30 pounds of shrimp. Good man. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. And with that being said, I think we're going to go ahead and end this podcast, Rob. Um, hang on right. here. I'm going to go ahead and click this off. And hang on. I'll talk to you off air. So, anyhow, bye, fuckers. <laughs> the hell was that? Yeah, you know. Everybody have a good night. Thanks for listening. Two douchebags and microphone.net. You're one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe Two Douchebags and a Microphone, the number one show for people that lie about their favorite podcast. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, I'm glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.